Hello. Uh, hello. Okay. Oh, hello, this is my little point talk. It is Monday, January twenty ninth. I'm your host that was on mute, Pandora Rose, and this is my co host. Hi, I'm Summerblade, and I was apparently unmuted. <laughs> Yay, technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, technical difficulties on the huh? Oh, Pony Bird's giving me a funny look. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so yeah, technical difficulties on the part of the host who evidently lost her mind at some point today. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, it, it happens to the best of us. Oh, yes, yeah, so it's Monday. It, it, it's Monday, you know? Yep. It, you know, that, it happens every Monday. Brain fart. <laughs> Brain stop. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. That one was shipped on. I don't know when. What's wrong? No, I'm just reading my last. um, Yeah, that was my last Kawhi box. Because I I currently have three packages. One of them is, of course, including this month's Tokyo Treats box. Oh. Which had all sorts of chocolatey goodness in it. Cool. So we'll get to that reason in a minute. So how was your week, first of all? Um, not too bad. Uh, Thursday, I, yeah, last Thursday we originally planned to go to the movies, but ended up going shopping instead. Oh, you're evil. And, but, but we, we went to Target because... I, of course, had been looking for the 35th anniversary ponies, and there were about 
four targets in my area that I kept checking. So I went into one of the targets, and we checked the end caps where they were supposed to have the ponies, and finally found them. Okay. See, I haven't gone, even gone to a Target to even try to find them because I've heard they're in such limited quantities. Yeah. So the problem is Which, each Target is only getting like one or two sets. Um, they are going to be re-releasing them, though, and they're not going to be just in Target. They're yeah, supposed to I'm, I'm just, like uh, Toys R Us and stuff. Yeah, I'm waiting until they hit Walmart. <laughs> They're not going to hit Walmart. They're not well, going to be in Walmart. Just, well, now that just sucks because... But I imagine if they're getting yeah, released... Two minutes, in, two minutes in... Go ahead. UPS... UPS... USPS can mean like 10 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> oh. But. What were you saying? I said they're not going to be in Target, but if they're going to be available like at Toys R Us and they're re-releasing them in Target, in, oh, wait, they're not going to be in Walmart. Yeah, but they'll they'll be in Target and Toys R Us so you'll be able to get them online when they're re-released, I'm sure. Yeah. But I'm wondering I'm wondering why they're not releasing them in Walmart because that's kind of like a real big chain to be kind of keeping out of the loop. Well, I, I it might just be something having to do with the um the deal that they made with Target. I'm not really, I'm not real sure about that. But um, but anyway, I did actually manage to get my full set. Oh, cool! Did you know that they are actually talking about possibly creating? One of the unreleased sets. Yes. The uh, the fancy swirls, right? The um, no, the the yeah, the fancy swirls, and they were, the, or space ponies, or future ponies, whatever you want want to call them. These, of course, were the ones that were, where the artwork was displayed the last time they had um, the fair at the last... Mm-hmm. And, no, no, the fair... Yeah. No, they did it at the meet, the, the, the meet and greets prior to the day, the day before the fair. Yeah. Um, I actually believe that Clipper and Clipper a few of the one. other people from the um, Pony the high quality... Uh, custom G1 group have started a group on Facebook that's doing a letter writing campaign to Bridge Direct to get them yes. to produce the, the Fancy Swirl. 
Yeah, because, and these are the ones that are, like, space, kind of, like, space-themed. They have, like, um, star things coming out of their heads, uh, planets. Their bodies are very, are, like, swirly. Um, Unfortunately, if you were not at the fair or you don't know somebody who went to the fair and happened to get who who happened to buy some of the some of the artwork which I of course yeah I was in Clippers room you know what happens <laughs> Clipper you need to stay away from him mm-hmm. when you are in, at his room sales and at the bar <laughs> yes, I I know that he's dangerous around alcohol. Even when it comes to just his room sale, you need to be wary. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But um, yeah, these are the really fanciful looking ones. They've made customs. The um, at the time they were called the Pony Project. And they've been since turned into the high quality G1 custom group. But it was originally called Pony Project. And that was one of the things that they were really looking to try and do was try to get these unreleased ponies released. Because they were just like, you know, such a beautiful set and they actually had someone make a custom version of them and it was like seeing these things in person it's like you just wanted to grab them up and run out of the room <laughs> okay, yeah they're, they're definitely an awesome set and hopefully they will be released by someone yeah hopefully they will be released but um yeah as i as i had said um my Tokyo treats box came and it came heavily heavily with chocolate and there is a big reason why it came heavily with chocolate okay yeah can you guess what holiday is coming up oh it's valentine's day yes now in Japan, it is celebrated a little bit differently than Western culture, which I think is actually kind of a little bit cooler and a little bit sweeter because it kind of extends it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, depending upon... Um, Who you talk to, it might, they might call it Valentine's Day, or they might call it St. Chocolato's Day. But um, oh, and Tokyo Treat brought back the booklets. So I don't have to go online and find out what the treats are for this month. I actually have a book in my hand. Okay. So I am happy they brought back the book. So um, it actually talks about 
Valentine's Day and White Day, which are two two different holidays, one month apart. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, Valentine's Day in Japan is very unique when compared to Western cultures throughout the world. In Japan, it is actually the woman who gives chocolates to the men. There are two types of chocolates. I'm going to try to try to do this correctly. Hopefully I get this right. If I don't get it right, uh, sorry. <laughs> the first one I'm guessing is Gary Chocolate and Homero Chocolate. Sounds right. <laughs> Gary means obligation, so this chocolate is given to coworkers, friends, etc., where no romance is involved. So, you know, family, brothers, your father, your uncles, your cousins, and stuff like that. Mayo, many chocolate is given to those with a romantic intention. So, you know, that cute guy you like, like, or your husband, you hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One would hope. <laughs> so this is the day of the year when a man can come home from work with an armful of chocolate and not have his wife, like, you know, just, like, give slap him across the back of the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, it's tradition to give to coworkers. Now, you would think that, okay, that's all fine and great, but, you know, traditionally Valentine's Day guys give girls chocolate. Well, yeah. On March 14th, it's called White Day in Japan. Mm-hmm. And that is when it is the man's turn to give presents to the women. So if the man got something from a woman on that day, he's expected to give her something back in return. Oh, okay. So he's got a month to figure out going to give her. Yeah. So, And this goes for romantic and non-romantic. So even the coworkers, you know, they've got to turn, if they got something from one of their female coworkers, they've got to turn around and give something to, the, to that female coworker. Gotcha. So, so it's kind of like on, on March 14th, it's kind of like the other way around. Ah. If the wife comes home with a bunch of gifts, the husband can't get mad. <laughs> yeah. 
But, of course, the husband had best better have the biggest gift of all waiting for her at home. Uh-huh. At least that's what I say. Or at least something extra special. Oh, yeah. And um, this month's DIY, we're actually going to do it live on the air because it's actually going to be really Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what that is yet because I'm going to tell you what the drink of the month is. Okay. Okay. And it's it's Pepsi. It's what? It's Pepsi. Oh, Pepsi. But not just any kind of Pepsi. It's a cherry Pepsi. It's not vanilla Pepsi. It's well, what is it? Strawberry, it's strawberry shortcake Pepsi. Huh. <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I saw this and I thought, oh, cool. They, they came out with a clear Pepsi because... Um, it's decorated for Christmas. It's got all sorts of, you know, snowflakes and candy canes and Santa hats and presents and Christmas trees and um, snowmen on the bottle and mistletoe and Christmas stockings and bows and sleds. So I thought, okay, cool, they made it white for Christmas. Then I opened up the book, and I look, and it says Strawberry Shortcake Pepsi, and I'm thinking, oh, dear Lord, I have to drink this. <laughs> That's an interesting flavor for Pepsi. Yeah. This, this, um, okay, this month you will find a seasonal exclusive Strawberry Shortcake flavored Pepsi in your box. This flavor debuted during the holiday season and drove Japan wild with its unique flavor. The sweet and sour strawberry flavor fused with smooth cake icing taste makes for a drink that feels like a real cake was stuffed inside the bottle. Which of your loved ones will you share this lovely drink with? Well, my mother said she will not drink this at all. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I've had experience with cake-flavored drinks, and it usually doesn't go well. Oh, great. Thank you for telling me that now, as I'm about to pop this thing up. And let's, let's get that. Uh-uh, sorry. Okay. Just had to be honest. No. Okay. Well, let's get this thing popped open here. I mean, the problem usually comes from trying to replicate um, the icing flavor in soda, and that really works. Oh wow! Heard the pop and hiss, and like, but this is like, like smell of like. If I could send this smell through the telephone, I would because it's like as soon as like it opened, and as soon as the seal broke. You can just smell the strawberry. The strawberry just, like, hits you. Wow. 
Okay, so kind of. It smells like strawberries and icing. I smell more icing than I do strawberry. That could be because I got one side of my nose blocked up. Hold on, let me. Excuse me a minute. I need the blues. Me nose. I'll be I'll be right back in a in a in a, in a jiffy. Okay. Ah. Okay, the horn's all out. <laughs> okay. Okay, big difference between this and Coca-Cola. The Coca-Cola, you close it up, you open it back up, you get that nice every time. Mm-hmm. Pepsi, not so much. Uh, Pepsi is in traditional plastic container and in here you can definitely tell that they put less into the bottle because uh-huh. the bottle is clear so you can tell they do give you less product but that's because of the fact <coughs> sorry I don't know why for the last few weeks my throat's just been Getting all clogged up. Oh. But anyway, so you can definitely tell they give you less product, but the reason is because it is shipping from overseas. I don't know if they ship it by air or by boat or by what, because it takes about a month for me to get the get the package. Uh huh. So it has to be able to withstand extreme conditions of either hot and cold, either either hot or very cold temperatures, especially at this time of year. So, uh, so far I'm not really impressed. I mean, I'm, I you get that really good fizz the first time you open it, but the next time you open it, it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't really smell like strawberry shortcake. So okay, here we go. First American taste of strawberry shortcake. Pepsi. Okay. This may be the first time a drink has been a trick rather than a treat. Yeah, I figured that wasn't going to turn out well. (laughs) I will probably... Okay. From the taste standpoint... I'm not getting much strawberry. I'm getting a lot more of they're trying to create the icing taste uh-huh. than I am getting the taste. So I think that's the problem. So, yeah. 
Um, this one, it does come with the ability to tear the wrapper off so that you can keep the wrapper but get rid of the bottle. But knowing me, I'd probably pair, go to tear it off and probably just destroy the wrapper. Mm-hmm. So I will probably just dump the rest of this down the drain and just keep the bottle. <laughs> yeah, when they try to when anywhere tries to do cake flavored drinks, the problem is in the trying to recreate the taste of buttercream icing in a soda, and what that usually yeah. ends up tasting like is a giant mouthful of sugar. And that's kind of what it did taste like, was a mouthful of sugar. So I do not understand how this could have been popular in Japan when their sweets and their sweet drinks are so subtle in sugar. But luckily, we have something to the rescue. Oh? Yes, we have our DIY, and this one we are actually going to do on the air tonight because this one is actually an easy one to do. It literally only has five steps. Okay. That doesn't sound too hard. No. And it is the Pretty Cure DIY Shake Milkshake. Oh. Now, I don't know. It kind of, the characters, I think they kind of took characters from all the pre-cures and put them on here. I I don't know because there's like, what, nine incarnations of this series? Yeah, something like that. But the pre-cure packaging, I'm guessing it is strawberry flavored because there's strawberries on, on it. Uh-huh. And all of the characters have either, they all have like cake, some kind of a cake or a cookie on their head. And they have all have got like either like cat ears or bunny ears or rabbit ears. Okay. So it is not the pretty cure that was um, brought over to the U.S. as, um, oh, God, what was that show? Uh, I kind of know what you're talking about, but I can't remember what it's called either. I'm trying to pull it up, pulling up my um 
my Netflix right now. Because I know it is not one one to two that they brought over for over, and Netflix made into a U.S. version. Mm-hmm. Now this is okay. I, pretty cure or pre-cure, whichever way you want to say it. Because there are some people that are glitter force. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the characters do not resemble any of the characters from Glitter Force, so it is not from the two seasons that they did bring over because those the, the Glitter Force and Glitter Force Doki Doki are based upon two of the series. Gotcha. So they are based upon the series. It's just people are really in an uproar because they changed the name. Because, hmm. I mean, I think they technically they could have still kept Pre-Cure or Pretty Cure. And right. everything would have been Doki, everyone would have been able to understand it. It's when it's a show that is very much a Japanese name that they have to Americanize. Yeah. Those I can understand changing the name on. So... Let me get this opened. And as I said, this is very easy. You can get one of four four cups in this, and it's supposed to be drink the drink and keep the cup. So And you can. It's actually a pretty little cup. It's pretty sturdy. Ah, it's pretty. It's Kira Kira Precure a la mode. That's the one. Oh, okay. So at least the inside tells you exactly what it is in English. Good. So, okay. And it had, I have the one, I have the yellow cup, which has the yellow precure member, the pink one, and the blue one, and the puffy little pet they always seem to have. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let me read these directions. Fill your cup with milk up until the heart mark. Okay, where's the heart mark? (laughs) 
Oh, there it is. Okay. The, it's like this cute little red heart, and I probably have just enough milk up here to not have to go down to the basement. Okay. Okay, so we are going to fill this up to the, to the heart mark. Oops. Okay, perfect. I went a little over. Yeah, that's all right. So I had to, you know, take a little bit out. And then it says to get one ice cube. And put one ice cube in. Practically take this all the way up to the top. Let me see if you... Oh! Oops. What'd you do? I screwed up the... Um, screwed up the order. I put the ice in before I, was, before I put the... Um, Milkshake button. Okay. Okay, I fished out the ice cube. I fished out the ice cube. It's fine. Okay. So the packaging for the actual milkshake stuff, the milkshake powder, isn't really that much. It's just pink. I think that's because it's strawberry. Well, at least I'm guessing it's strawberry. And of course, I did not cut low enough. Oh, God, that Pepsi, this, when it comes back on you, it, it's not as, it is not a good aftertaste, huh? No. Definitely not. I'm sorry for saying it, but, you know, that's what happens when you drink a carbonated drink. Borrow it for a while. And then it comes back. Okay. Yep, it's strawberry. It's definitely strawberry. It's so poor. The milkshake component in. And I will now put the ice cube back in. 
And rinse off the top for the cup because there's some milk on it. I don't want the milk to spill all over the place. Because guess what you have to do in order to make this a milkshake? You have to shake it? Yes, but you don't have to. Now, now, now here's the funny thing, okay? It doesn't tell you how long to shake it for. It tells you how many times to shake it. Okay. So it says, please place the cap on the cup firmly, making sure it is secure. It is, it is secure. While holding the lid tightly, shake the cup up and down about 60 times. Okay. And they really want to make sure you, you shake this thing up really well, so they make sure to tell you 60 times. So that's why I said we can actually do this live on the air. So let's see if I can count past 20. Okay. So are we ready? Are we ready? Sure. Fire away. Okay. Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, thirty one, thirty two, thirty three, twenty four, thirty five, thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight, thirty nine, forty, forty one, forty two, forty three, forty four, forty five, forty six, forty seven, forty eight, forty nine, fifty, fifty one, fifty two, fifty three, fifty four, fifty five, fifty six, fifty seven, fifty eight, fifty nine, sixty. Okay. Giving it a few more shakes because I can still feel that ice cube pretty tightly packed in there and there we go. Like everything settled back down to the bottom. Okay, let me try shaking it like I'd be shaking a a mixed drink here. Let me do a Dad making a martini. Shake it like you're making yourself a cocktail. <laughs> yeah, I'm making myself a cocktail here. Because it's like everything's settled down at the bottom and it's like it didn't actually mix up, so I'm just shaking it a little bit extra because I also think you're also supposed to shake it until that ice cube is gone because that's probably what's going to make this freeze up into more of a milkshake consistency. Well, yeah. And I want to make sure that every bit of this is mixed in. And this one's actually gotten pretty heavy since I started shaping it. I got to say, this is like an arm workout. No, this is what I need. I need I need a stormtrooper just to do this. <laughs> hand to 
can just let those stormtroopers say, hey, sh- hey, sure, shake this, but that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> your personal milkshake assistant. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Kylo has, and I think he has enough stormtroopers. I think he could spare one or two. <laughs> Speaking of that, have you listened to the audio book yet? Oh uh, no, not yet. Oh my God, you have to. As I said, um, probably when, listen to some of it day night when I do bacon. That's what I was going to say. Like, the Thursday night bacon night, turn that on, listen to that, make bacon all at the same time. Yeah, that's probably what's going to end up happening. Because I had actually, um, because I've been listening to a lot of um, YouTube channels and quite a few of them have talked about uh, the book, and actually, the book was actually written along with the director for the movie mm-hmm. to kind of give you like a deleted scenes in book form. Oh, okay. Okay, because there are no deleted scenes of what happened to Poe. Um, I finally got around to actually hooking up our Blu-ray player and actually finally got around to putting the, the Blu-ray in on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And there's actually one deleted scene. I'm kind of glad they took it out. I don't exactly quite know what part it's from. Mm-hmm. I think it's from just before the the um the rebellion went to save Hans and Chewie and Finn at Maz's castle because everyone just says black leader and they don't show who the black leader was at the time and it wasn't until they got back to the rebel base that they found out it was Finn, that they found out no, that it was Poe. Uh-huh. But it's like black, black leader squadron, get ready to jump to late speed. And you have the fat guy who's at the back of the line going, is there any other speed? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that would have been great as a comic relief. Uh-huh. If if it would have been for pre-battle scene when they're going to go to Starkiller base. Uh-huh. Okay, because then you know Poe's alive. But them showing that would have kind of killed the whole, you know, is is the alliance, is is is, is are the rebel alliance going to come and save them, or are they just going to be like on their own, uh-huh. type thing? But it's like when he said, "Is there any other speed?" I nearly peed my pants laughing. <laughs> I think that is pretty funny. 
Because if you really think about it, if you really think about every single Star Wars movie, every single Star Wars Star Wars show, every single Star Wars book, is there uh-huh. really any other speed they know other than light speed? I mean, that is true. It's like it's, it's like they don't have any other speed. They just have light speed. That's it. Yeah. There is no normal speed. <laughs> there is just light speed. So, okay. I've got the milkshake made. Had a little story time there. Because I like I probably got, to, got around to seeing that it was hilarious. That that, that the clip that I was looking for, they didn't have. And I'm trying to figure out where everybody is finding this one particular clip from um, the first movie, the first movie of this trilogy. Mm-hmm. And it's the scene where Ray is in Maz's castle after she touched the lightsaber and she looks down that blue hallway mm-hmm. which they had said they had said in behind the scenes which I normally don't watch and I watched it on this one because I wanted to see if I saw that part that scene actually represented the scene where Luke was fighting with Darth Vader. That was the same hallway. Right. But there are so many YouTube um, things out there with her looking down that hallway and seeing a young Kylo Ren talking to Snoke. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, I thought, okay, maybe that has to be a deleted scene. Right, because it's not in it's not in the movie. Uh huh. I'm not going to spoil the book for you. And it's like it's not it's it's I can't find it anywhere, so I have no clue where these people got that scene from. Mm. That I guess will be an internet mystery that shall never be solved, not even by the X Files. Well, I'm sure somebody knows. Yes, and they're not telling. Okay. So I finally finished shaking up the shake. I've got the straw in. So let's... It's, I'm stirring it with the... With the um with the straw, and it's a, it's a milkshake consistency while stirring it with the straw. Uh-huh. So that's... Yeah, that gives me a little bit of hope that this drink might be good. So here we go. Oh, my God, it's a strawberry milkshake. Well, good. That's what you were hoping for, right? Oh, my God. And the piece of ice is still in here, and it's still a little bit on the whole side. But it is. It's thick, it's frothy. Fortunately, this will counteract my medication tonight. 
That is not a good thing. So that is the third treat. Um, I have a couple that actually need to bake it back into the fridge really quickly. So I'm going to open those up and taste those. And, of course, the reason is they're chocolate. Uh-huh. And this thing actually had a lot of chocolate items in it. Right. And a lot of strawberry items in it. And so this one actually might actually be one of those ones where it might actually be one where I might get more... I might get more um, treats rather than tricks. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm going to open up this one. It is the Maro Yaka Milk Chocolate Strawberry Party Pack. Uh, Party it up with your loved ones with this popular Japanese brand Mariaki's milk chocolate strawberry candy party pack. This candy is perfect fit for our Valentine's themed box. It's made with made to remind those who eat this of a fresh strawberry dipped in chocolate, a luscious Valentine's Day treat. We hope that you can enjoy sharing this snack with your loved ones and that you can feel the love as you indulge in this smooth fun fusion. That did a pretty good thing, theme thing here with the chocolate and the strawberries. Oh, yeah, this smells like a chocolate covered strawberry. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, this is. If I didn't know what? I was eating candy, <laughs> if I didn't know I was eating candy, I would have thought I was actually eating a chocolate-covered strawberry. Ah. Because you know how when you bite into a chocolate-covered strawberry, you get that first, you get that first burst of strawberry first. Despite the fact that the chocolate is like right there, that's the first thing you taste is the strawberry. Uh huh. Because you're getting the juice from the strawberry. Yeah. And then you get the chocolate, and then you get the strawberry again. And that's exactly what you get with these. And it's actually a full bag, so I am definitely going to send you some of these. Oh, okay, cool. Because this is one of the full-size bags, and this is one of those things where I can actually share it. And the next one is Loda Pie Nomi Sweet Chocolate, no, Strawberry Chocolate. 
This Japanese snack is a versatile flavor that resembles a handmade treat made with love from your Valentine. A rich cocoa pie snack that has a sweet strawberry filling. Every bite makes you imagine that you've just received a fresh baked good from a loved one. You can even lightly bake this snack to replicate the oven hunt. Baked pie feeling that helps warms one's heart. How will you eat this Japanese snack? I wonder if it's one or more than one in here. As I figure out how to open this thing. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Tear that part off. Take off the top. Writing, I can't read. <laughs> I, I and I can I can read one thing. I <laughs> I can read the letter I. <laughs> I recognize that. I recognize that kanji. <laughs> That is literally how I do my Japanese every day. Is I, I, I recognize the kanji. Okay, so it smells like chocolate and strawberry. Definitely something I'm going to. Hmm? I'm sensing a theme in this box. So it smells good. I smell a little bit more strawberry than I do chocolate. Um, Of course, because it has been through shipping, they have been kind of broken up a little bit. But it looks like it's supposed to be like a little six-sided item. Looks really cute. Really adorable. Now here comes the real test here. I think I need another one. Okay. This is good. This is good. The um, the cookie part of it is really light and airy. Uh-huh. Kind of like has a little bit of a puff pastry look when you bite into it. Huh. And it has like a bit of a glaze on the top of it. So this is. That's another good one out that I'll keep this one. We have a little bit of milkshake here.
see, out of four things, only one has disappointed me. So I am actually going to go check the mail one more time to see if maybe my box came. It probably didn't. Let's see. It will probably arrive tomorrow. That will be my look. Are you expecting it today or? Um, that's the one bad thing about these boxes are they don't give you tracking numbers. Ah. But I track it based upon when I receive the Tokyo Treats box. Mm-hmm. And I received the Tokyo Treats box either last Thursday or Friday. Right. So it should be here by now. But this is the U.S. Postal Service, so... God only knows what they're doing with my package because they're back to their old ways of just tossing my packages every place. Oh, great. Actually, everybody is back to just tossing my packages back to every place, including Amazon and UPS. So... I actually had um, one, two, three, three boxes of packages open today, but I had already opened one because I didn't know what it was because I didn't order anything. Mm-hmm. But, and I asked my friend, did somebody order something and nobody was fessing up to it? <laughs> uh-huh. So I got I got a Valentine's Day gift. Oh, a little early. I had mentioned that I'd gotten um, Usagi's um, umbrella from from the manga and the crystal, the one with the the bunnies on it. Mm-hmm. And I had said, you know, I'd really like to be able to use it, but also have one to kind of keep mint in package. Right. So guess what somebody bought me? Another umbrella? They bought me another umbrella. And these umbrellas are not cheap. These things are really $20 a piece. Hmm. These are not cheap umbrellas. At all. So whichever friend did it, go to my Patreon account. (sighs) Do that instead. (laughs) 
That will make me happier. But as I said, I have two other packages. I'm just going to open these up now really quickly, get these out of the way. One is my loot wear. The other one is probably just my regular loot crate, which I'm not doing the regular loot crate next month. Okay. Because I just don't like the the theme for next month. So, okay. Uh, The t-shirt is from Rick and Morty. Not a big fan of them. The t-shirt looks grotesque. I will never wear this because it looks like grandpa, like, drooling yellow stuff and his brain has his family and you like weird creatures on it. So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm never gonna wear that. I've actually watched some of that show. It's very odd. But I kind of like it in a way. Okay. Oh I got a pair of Harry Potter socks. Oh, cool. I have the sorting hat. My hat it has all of the uh, symbols for all of the houses. You have Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Slytherin, and they have Gryffindor one, two, three, four times on these socks, and you only have Slytherin once. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Westworld. And that was one of the reasons why I got in this box because it had something from Harry Potter in it. Mhm. I don't know what what Westworld is. Um, but it is Westworld is a science fiction show where they essentially set up a theme park with um, robots to sort of replicate the Wild West. And the problem is that the robots start fighting back and gain sentience because they're tired of being, you know, attractions and stuff. Okay. And they recently remade that. Okay. It was originally made in, I want to say the 70s. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Uh, Not for me to ask him and pick his brain. He would know that. Well, while you pick his brain, this is from the... Super emo friends. Jay Salazar has been pulling on heartstrings with his super emo friends line of art since 2009. Boot Crate has partnered with Salvatore to create exclusive figural renditions of his drawings and paintings for emo scenes. Drawings inspired from pivotal scene in series in season one of Westworld. Dolores and Arnold are recreated here, maintaining the heavy emotions of the moment. 
And it actually comes with the entire scene. It comes with the two figures of space and actually the walls. So it actually comes with everything you need to create the scene. Oh, that's neat. And another reason why I had gotten this box was because it came with something from the X-Files, which I cannot believe they've made a, they've made an 11th, they're making an 11th, they made an 11th season. Nice. Currently on right now. If you have Hulu, you can catch up on the season. So far, it's pretty great. And what do we have here? Ah, sweet. Okay, I'm going to have to open this up a little bit further than just... Because it looks like a badge from the show... When you first open it up, it's Scully's badge. And then you have Fox Mulder's badge. And on the back, they have, um, for Scully's, is scientific evidence. Scully may select one microscope in her case and treat any area it occupies as any area she would like. Mulder may select one alien in in his case and treat the area to occupy as any area he would. Okay, so this is a card game. interesting. So you have um, microscope, UFO, gun cigarettes, focus investigation, careful investigation, bounty hunting. Okay, this is you put these back into the one side of the because when you go to open it, it kind of looks like, you know, the, it looks like the wallet, the, like the, they, they held their, ba- they, they hold their badges in. Hmm. And the front says, um, the X-Files Circle of Truth. Uh-huh. And when you open it, it has the I Want to Believe poster that is, of course, in their office. And it's a two-player game. Looks very complicated. Oh, good. There's actually a video on how to play this game. So all you have to do is take your phone and scan the little scanner bar, and it will teach you how to play the game. Okay, good. Because, yeah, these instructions look very difficult. 
And the button is from Westworld. And this month's theme, January's theme was Discovery. So, uh, the um, card game is made by IDW Publishing. Let me go ahead and put everything back into the box. But this is actually pretty neat. And as I said, I canceled my women's wear because I didn't feel like having to go on there every month what it is and then skip every month because I tend to forget Uh to skip things and then yeah so I just canceled that out and I just like emailed them and it's like okay what's next month's theme going to be because Maybe then I'll sign back up again if it's something I don't have to wear. Right. Like if it's like a makeup bag or like a purse. Something you don't have to worry about it being the correct size. Yeah. And the one thing I do hate about the lootware is instead of coming in a box, it just comes in like a bag. Oh. Ah! Okay, so what was this? Okay, it's a dark crystal poncho. And there is actually something that, like, some people might not know is Dark Crystal is based off of Star Wars. Really? Yes, well, it is slightly based off of Star Wars. Hmm? I could see that, I guess. It's it based off of the... Yeah, it's because... Um, one of the puppeteers that did the original Star Wars movie did Dark Crystal. Okay, this thing feels like it's be something very, very warm to wear. Okay, let me get under this thing. All right. I will be right back after this commercial break. Uh oh. All right. So I'm not sure what happened there, but we're just going to wait for when we come back. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay. That was that. It wouldn't fit over the headphones. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. <laughs> but finally, something from from the women's wear thing that actually fits. Oh, good. And it's a poncho. Okay. I mean, hey. And have you ever? <laughs> yeah. Have you Have you ever seen the Devil Wears Prada? Oh, no. Oh, my God. You have to see that because there's a scene in there because she's a size six. Uh Uh-huh. And um, this is the Anne Hathaway's character. And, of course, a size six in the fashion world is a size 14. Mm Mm-hmm. So Nigel, I forget who plays him, takes her into the closet, which in for a fashion place is like where they keep all the sample size, all the samples at. Right. And he he hands Anne Hathaway a poncho, and she goes, "Really, Nigel, a poncho?" And he goes, uh-huh. "Honey, you'll take what I give you and like it." <laughs> he is definitely like not one of those yeah I'm gonna be yeah I'm gonna be your best friend but I'm gonna be like your nice best friend no he is the truth telling friend that you really need <laughs> So yeah, the um, it has the purple crystal in the front. It has the fairy-like creature in the back. But yeah, I will actually pull up the um, YouTube video that I saw that had basically said that basically dark crystal was a was a play off of. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I'll send it to you and I'll send it I'll put it out on the um on the group. So um be back after this quick commercial break as I get out of this thing. <laughs> so I will be right back. All right. So we're just waiting for Amy to get herself out of a poncho, which Hopefully, shouldn't too long. Um, oh, that's never a good sign. Uh, it tried to attack me. It tried to attack you. Yeah, it didn't want to come off. Oh goodness! <laughs> I, I guess that's what I get for making the the comment about dark crystal being just like. I mean, Jim Henson did a lot of the um, practical effects in the original Star Wars movies, and then he did, I mean, Dark Crystal was, of course, you know, his big fantasy world that he wanted to do. Yeah, and he actually took one of the the puppeteers from um, 
Star Wars to do Dark Crystal. That's why there's so many similarities to it. I mean, I've never seen it, so I can't really say, but that's what people have You've said. You've never seen Dark Crystal? No. Oh, my God. You need to see it. It's fantastic. <laughs> I've lived under a rock for seen Dark Crystal. You've seen like all <laughs> the and you've never seen Dark Crystal. <laughs> you want to say that one more time? You've never seen Dark Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen every what? You, you've seen like all the 80s movies, haven't you? <laughs> Pretty much. I grew up in the 80s. Oh. <laughs> well, it's good, so you should see it. It's probably on Netflix. Hold on, let me check. They're going to do a new Dark Crystal series and put it on Netflix. It's well, now that I know that it's like kind of based off of Star Wars, now I guess I have to see it to like, compare. It's not Based on Star Wars, it definitely has the has what's the best way of putting it? It has you can see where it has similar elements. Yeah, but it's not as though it ties into. Oh no! The, I'm not um, saying that. I'm the, yeah. No, but it does have similar elements. I I think um, the two main characters are supposed to be siblings if they didn't know that they were siblings in Dark Crystal. Am I right? No, they're not siblings. Okay. They're from the same tribe. But they didn't know it? Yeah, but they didn't know it first. Okay, then there's there's the one connection because you got to figure Luke and Leia didn't know that they were siblings. Okay, it's not on Netflix. Oh, but Last Unicorn is. So, okay. Okay, let me put the booklet back into the bag. Pull this week's blind bag. Only an hour and a half in, and we're we're finally getting to the blind bag. I think I lost her. No, I'm still here. Okay. Okay, yeah, we're getting to the blind bag. This week's blind bag comes to us from the My Little Pony movie. Yay! Cool. Oh, and did you know that in episode 21, My Little Pony season 4 has Flash Sentry in it? Yeah. 
I didn't know that. Was that the one where, like, um, uh, I'm trying to remember. Was that the one where Cadence comes to Ponyville? No, this that's the one where um, all the princesses come to the Crystal Empire because they're having delegates from Mare or Mare something. Uh, it's uh, the it's the episode torch. with Tarek. Tarek. Uh, Sucking power from all the ponies. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know which one you're talking about. And I think that actually came out before the movie did. Uh, let me see which one. This is, you said it was season four. So, which episode was it? Uh, like, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, in episode eleven, he showed up in the background. Yeah, the season four, episode eleven, he shows up in the background when Cadence comes to Ponyville hang out with Twilight, and then, like, Darn. Uh, what's his face? Q. Discord. That's it. Um, Darn. Yeah, start his little blue flu thing. And then the delegate thingy. Okay. Yeah, episode 21 is when... Rainbow Dash is taking her test for the Wonder Ball. Okay, then it's 22. 22 is the trading one. It's 23. Uh, that's the one where Rarity gets possessed by a book. I only know this by, because I'm looking at the Netflix episode. Uh, 25. <laughs> yeah, it's 25 is the the whole T-Rex thing is 25 and 26. Yeah, okay. The season finales. So Darn you're it. actually after the movie? Darn. So it's like, okay, everybody's going to the Crystal Empire castle. We'll fast forward it. Yeah, yeah, that's just like I want to see if I can spot him in the background. He's not in the background. He actually introduces. Yes, there he is. See? (laughs) I nearly fangirled out. (laughs) So that was probably his first speaking role since the movie. Yeah, so he was like, oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) I'd rewind it and see it again. 
Yeah, where Twilight's doing the whole smile and wave, smile and wave. (laughs) Poor her. Okay, so this week we have... Seven Gallop, a Seven Gallop, Canterlot clients are famous, and that's it. He's in a suit. He has glasses on that kind of come down off of his eyes. He's in a full suit, but his tail and mane are what gives him something extra. They're glittered. Oh, cool. And it's external glitter. It's not interior glitter. It's external. Oh. So that's probably what rub off on everything. Yeah, probably. So wave 21. I still say this Royal Guard looks like Flash Century. I mean, it could be. In my mind, he's Flash Century. (laughs) We've got blue hair. (laughs) Close enough, right? Exactly. I can imagine. Okay. Okay, so let me actually back up and actually head back to the main page of MLPmerch.com. And nothing really that big. Nothing really that special. Okay. We have confirmation of, I guess, G5. Oh? Uh, Entertainment Earth has listed two new items. The first ones are new singles as well as all know by now. A new line means a new kind of angles. This time they are going with the whole twice as fancy theme as the ponies are covered with monotone ornaments with elements of their cutie mark. These ornaments are also covered in glitter. Personally, I like this style. I don't like this style of pony because this, it looks like big head, small body. Yeah, this, um, I 
This appears to be the body molds that came out uh, after the movie where they were doing the... Yeah, where they were just doing a redesign. Yeah, I don't like it. Eh, I think the glitter's a bit much, but eh, I don't know. I mean, they definitely look like they have rounder features. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sorry. I did not have a chance to go ahead and look to make sure we did everything beforehand. I actually had to work on my taxes this weekend. Oh, yeah, I got to do that too. Because I was in the red due to the fact of the part-time job being a contractor last year, which if you don't know what that means, that means basically you get paid 1099 and you actually have to pay your own taxes. Ah, okay. Or have enough deductions where you can just make those taxes just disappear as my as my old um CPA used to say, but unfortunately he did have a massive stroke over the summer and unfortunately had to go into retirement. Uh, And he made sure to teach me what I needed to know. mm -hmm. To do my own taxes because he knew I was going to be working from home probably for the rest of my working career. Mm -hmm. So he made sure that I knew what I needed to do, how I needed to do things so that I could do my taxes on my own Because he knew that he was the only person I trusted with my taxes. Gotcha. So, but right now everything is depending upon all of my donations to um, Goodwill. So it's just putting all of those in, which I did do pretty big donations. Uh-huh. And actually the last one of the year was the biggest one because I knew I was going to hit like a pretty big mark because of the one part of the part-time job during the summer months when I was making $24 per chart. <laughs> right. I know. Kind of like when you can work four charts and like practically make a hundred dollars, I mean, 
Yeah. That's the that's the that's the that's the one that takes priority over the dollar charts. I I would say so. <laughs> and luckily that was the same supervisor that actually got me a, another gig once. The primary gig I was on didn't want me anymore. She was able to get me into something, so that kind of helped right there. Uh So, yeah. Okay. Okay, let me check Crystal Empire really quick. But yeah, another thing came up over the week over the weekend that I am kind of on the fence about right now, especially financially wise, because I don't have anybody but you helping me. And that is another publication, and it's actually a Spanish dub of the book. Uh But I wanted to see how my taxes came out, and they're not coming out in the favor that I wanted them to come out in. Yeah. So that one might be a back burner. Yeah, it might be best to see how the book does in English before you start trying to put it out in different languages. Yeah, even though, I mean, I really would love to do it in Spanish because my neighbor, she is Hispanic, and I love her like a grandmother, and I would love to actually be able to just take the book over to her and just, like, have it all wrapped up, have, hand it to her like a gift and tell her to open it and have her open it and see my name written down as the author. <laughs> you know. But unfortunately, realistically, I know I can't do it right now. So it's probably going to have to be. Let's see how this does. How this does in English, and then we'll maybe go back and do a reprint in Spanish. Yeah. So. Okay. It looks like we did get everything every place else. Okay. Okay. So we were, let me see. Uh, Canterlot. Target. Target. Okay. Yep.
So we're going to go ahead and do this pretty quickly because, unfortunately, it's Malibu Stacy with a new haircut. Yeah, it's pretty much all the same stuff. So let's see if I can do this in under one minute. Are we ready? Go. Applejack with a purple crown and a red dress. Fluttershy with a purple dress and a pink crown. Pinkie Pie in a blue blue cape and blue crown. Rainbow Dash in a purple dress, skirt and a purple crown. Rarity in a bright dark maroon dress and a yellow crown. Twilight Sparkle in a blue dress and a yellow crown. Spike with a bow tie. Yeah, looks like you got it in under a minute. And that is the Canterlot Royal Ball set. This is why we do take so much time at the beginning of the show because, I mean, seriously, we would probably have been done with G4 several months ago and have nothing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the unfortunate thing about G4 is that, I mean, it suffers from the same problem that G3 did towards the end of the line. Because they were going more from the character recognition of stuff that you would see in the show. You got the main six over and over and over again. Oh, yes. And the last two items in this set. Uh, Do you want to do the celebration at Canterlot Castle? Oh, wait. Also wanted to just mention... um, the ball set basically is not really so much a play set. It is a multi-pack. If you keep it mint in package, it kind of looks like a play set. Yeah, because there's but, like little cardboard stairs and platforms. Yeah, and it's I'm sure once nice you... package. Yeah, I'm sure once you take it out of the package, you can't get it back into that that setup again. No. Unlike the next two, which were the controver the controversial playset. Oh yes, I remember the big olive blue when this came out. When both of them came now, out. Yeah. So you want to take um, Celebration? Sure. So Celebration at Canterlot Castle um, came with two ponies. We have Starbeam Twinkle, who I believe we have not, who I believe is a new character. Yes. Uh, the pink unicorn with um, aqua and blue hair, and then she has a pink crown, and her symbol is an aqua-colored star and then a smaller yellow star, and it's got glitter over the symbol. And then it also came with a shine bright twilight sparkle. 
So Twilight's front hooves are or front legs are jointed. Hold on, Pony Bird. Let me open your cage. Quit being difficult. Fine. Sorry, somebody wants a cookie. <laughs> so since it's the shy bright Twilight Sparkle, her horn lights up when you press the button on her uh, little back saddle. It's like the, she's basically the same mold as the Shine Bright uh, Rarity, where she has the diamond button that's built into the uh, little removable saddle. And she has a clear yellow crown. And now the actual playset part is a is the box, which is... A cardboard Actually, thing. Actually, the question of of whether or not what crown goes with what pony because the ponies listed separately, crowns reversed and mint and package. Mm. Well, I mean, I guess you could put them on whoever you want, really. But, I just wanted that. Yeah, I just wanted that pointed out before you know we have yeah. people yelling at us. Yeah, I mean that is true. In the in the, I'm I'm now looking at the minted package image, and the the crowns are reversed from the uh, the single pony images. But um, so the packaging is sort of made to look like um. These are like the the, spy, the the top pointy bits of a tower, um, and I would guess that you could probably use the boxes like playset that you would actually put the accessories in. Actually, I think but that was the whole point of that. These these two sets were. The box yeah. was the place that. Yeah. Um, so with this one, it's a lot of stuff. A lot of the accessories are things that we've already seen in the G4 line. And even some stuff and that's the, been repurposed from G3. Yeah, like that um, That staff, that, that hurt staff, that is repurposed from G3. So says so comes with over twenty five accessories. So what we have is there's the two ponies, um, each with a crown. There's the big the princess comb that we've seen with uh some of the talking princesses. It's got the jewels on the top. Uh we have four different barrettes. Wait, 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 wait. One, two, eight, four, okay. Um Keep going. yeah, four different Four different barrettes. Two have the have uh, heart shapes on them. Two have flowers. There's a little uh, mirror and vanity. There's a, a present box. There's the heart shaped wand. There's a tea service cart with a little teapot and looks like some cups and a little sugar bowl. Um, 
there's a cake on a stand, and then there's a little table that has a smaller piece of cake, uh, a balloon with the My Little Pony symbol on it, a punch bowl with a ladle, and two cups. And That's only 22. Another, yeah. Oh, wait, there is another small... I just zoomed in on the image so I can see it. There is another smaller box, which is either a treasure chest or another present box. And then I just zoomed in on the table. There's a cupcake. That's 24. Um, let's see, two cups with the... I found both of those. Yeah. Oh, and then there's like a little sugar bowl for the uh, the tea set. 25. That's, that's 25. So that's Wait, that's only 15. Is it? Wait. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8... They might also be counting the little crowns. I counted the crowns. Uh... Well, tea service has the pot, the two cups, the little sugar bowl, and then it looks like there's something else I would presume, like a something for the cream or... Let me go to eBay. Let me see. Okay, I can find it on eBay. Oh, it's as it's for sale on Amazon also. It is apparently available for $98 on Amazon. Well, it's, on, it's, for, it's up for sale on... Uh, all right, eBay for $49.99. Oh, okay. But it does not have the Zoom. So I'm going to look for another seller who's selling this. Okay, so Oh goodness. Okay, there is no way to zoom in. Well, we're just going to assume that it did have all 25 of those accessories because... Actually, it's over 25. Yeah, 25 plus. I mean, there's a lot of... Yeah, we might not be seeing everything because these, these things are being featured mint and package. 
Yeah. So the next one is going to be the be the toughie. Okay, so I'm, I will take the toughie. Yeah, okay. this is the one that had everybody in an uproar. <laughs> Actually, both of them had everybody in uproar because basically you were supposed to use the this cardboard cutout thing as your playset, and everybody was like. This is not a place that a place that is made out of plastic. Yeah. This I believe this came out was this before or after the wedding castle? This is before. Yeah, this is not before. So this was our first quote unquote castle of G four and everybody was like, This is not the playset. What are you doing, Hasbro? Yeah, it's like when both when both of these sets came out, like everyone was like, "This is not a playset. This this is cardboard." Yeah. That being said, it's not an it's not an awful playset, but it was awful for the price they were looking for it at. Yeah, it was not cheap. Yeah, for a place that that was cardboard. My mother was actually going to buy me because uh, one year I had surprised her by um, because I had enough money at the end of the year that I not only was able to pay the mortgage for December, but I actually put, like, $500 towards the gas bill. Oh, that's nice. Actually, it wasn't last year. It was the year before that. And she is, like, she cried. (laughs) First of all, I made her cry. And it was like, okay, did I do something wrong? And then the next thing I know, Mom, she's going out to the store, uh-huh. and it's like, where are you going? It's Christmas. Uh huh. And she knew I had seen the the big, huge castle place that she knew I'd seen the the second place set with Cadence and um, Shining Armor. Right. I bought the castle place set the day after Thanksgiving. Uh But she knew I had seen it at Walmart, and she knew I had this big, dreamy-eyed look on this thing, but it was like like a hundred bucks. And it was like, there's no way. I I actually reined myself in. It's like, yeah, I want this playset, but I am not going to spend that much money for it. Yeah. She actually went to Walmart intending on buying that for me. Oh, wow. 
but unfortunately they were closed and she came back and it's like, where were you? And she went, I went to Walmart. (laughs) Why'd you go to Walmart? I was going to buy you that. I was going to buy you that play set. Oh, and it's like, I looked at her and it's like, you were going to what? <laughs> like, like her head had just like, you know, like she's grown another head. Uh-huh. And she's like, I was going to buy you that play set. And it was like, you hate my collection already and you're going to actually add to it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, because it wouldn't make you happy. Because it's like, she's so awful because she had, this was the year she had broken her foot. She wasn't working. Uh-huh. She was only getting short, the the the, the, the long-term disability. And at first, she was actually pissed off at me that I bought her a present. Uh-huh. And actually, my uncle was pissed off that I bought him a present because, you know, to him, you know, once we hit adulthood, you know, you don't buy people we don't buy people Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like I had done this for my mother, my mother, and it's like I didn't want my uncle to feel left out. So it's like I bought him something I knew he would like. So what I did was I bought my mother um, a DVD set. Mhm. And then I had the print off from from Chase that I had paid the paid on the more the I I had made the last mortgage payment of the year and I had uh-huh. made the um the gas payment. Oh, so you put that in the D V D set also, right? Yeah, I put them. I bought. I bought two DVDs, and I like sandwiched them in between them. And at first, Mom was pissed because she wasn't able to afford to get me anything. Right. And it was like, I don't care. Just open the presents. <laughs> I mean, we we had a twenty minute fight about her opening the presents. <laughs> and then she opened the present. And my uncle's like sitting there going, What did she do? And my mother just uh-huh. handed him the handed him the slip of paper. <laughs> that I had paid the gas bill because she already knew I was paying on the mortgage because I had had, a, had I had enough money to pay the mortgage. Uh-huh. What she didn't know was I had enough money to pay the gas bill too. So, yeah, that I kind of I kind of surprised her there. Yeah. And then it was like we were tracking this thing down. I mean, the very next day, we 
went to Walmart. They didn't have it. We asked them if they had it in back stock. They didn't have it. And they said, you can try a couple of other Walmarts. I mean, we we were calling up Walmarts. We were calling up Toys R Us. We were calling up a bunch of different places just to find this castle set. So she goes, how about this? I'll buy you a new desk chair for for Christmas. And it's like, sold. <laughs> well, that worked out, too. So, even though we are now in Ponies After Dark, I'll go ahead and describe the second quote-unquote playset. Okay. Uh, the second one is the Canterlot Castle playset. This one might have, might have came first. That's possible. But I'm think I'm 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 remembering the celebration one coming first and everybody being pissed off and then them releasing this one kind of to try to appease everybody. And it didn't make it any better. No, because it was still cardboard. I mean they were trying to appease everybody because, oh, my God, this has way more accessories, but guess what? They're repurposed accessories. Yeah. It's pretty much so we, the same thing before. It was either already in the G4 line or it's from G3. Yeah, so we have uh, Pinkie Pie and Princess Luna in this one. And it's not even the right color of Princess Luna. So for for this one, it said had it had and it was um, again the same thing. Shine bright, Princess Luna. So Luna comes with the tiara, and this set it said it came with over forty accessories. So it came with. The G3 staff, which we just saw in the Canterlot Celebrations Castle. It yeah. has a cake, a very tall cake on a cake stand. That's two, three items. Four if you count the tiara. You have the piano. You have... Pinkie Pie with a tiara. You have another punch bowl. You have a stack of cups. In the room to the left of them, if you're looking right at the photograph, you have a vanity. You have a spray bottle. You have a lotion bottle. You have a perfume bottle. You have a just generic-looking comb. I'm not counting that um, wardrobe because that is made out of cardboard. On the very other side, you have a teapot, two teacups, a cupcake of some sort, a table with a blue thing on top of it, with a yellow thing on top of that. It looks like a toaster with a piece of toast. Okay, piece of toast. <laughs> uh, tea cart with 
two parfaits on it. So we're up to 22 items at this point. Mm-hmm. We have a refrigerator. We have a stove. We have a frying pan. We have a cupcake pan with four cupcakes in it. We have one, two, three, four. Okay, hold on. I'm not even going to count those barrettes yet. Um, we have one repurposed trunk from G1. That is the the trunk from G1. It looks you like have yeah. a G3, the G3 on one. You have the um Oh, you also have a coat hanger up in the bedroom. So then you have five barrettes. So we're up to 35, 35 now. You have the present. You have the carriage. You have another treasure chest. You have two jewelry items in the treasure chest, which brings us up to 40 items. So this one, yeah, had more than 40 items. Because then you have two pieces of cake. Looks like two more hair bob thingies. And you have the carriage. And I think they're counting Spike as being an accessory. Mm-hmm. But this still did not appease anybody because it was still made out of cardboard. Yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, it's still cardboard. Okay, something's... I mean, it at least, like, closed up into an actual box, still a cardboard castle. Yeah with just a whole bunch of accessories. Yeah, and I think it was the accessories that that Hasbro was hoping that would appease everybody. It didn't. Oh no, because it was it was all repurposed stuff we had already seen. There was really nothing yeah. particularly special about this place that that made people go, oh, I have to get that. The only thing out of it that you could really say was all that special was the Shine Bright Luna. And she was still, you know, it's it's essentially the same thing that we'd already seen with the Shine Bright um, Rainbow Dash and Fluttershy. It, It just she just had a unicorn head stuck on her. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, and she didn't is... have light up horn. She just had the light up wake. Yeah. 
Okay, this is a little disturbing. What's wrong? I just got an email from Amazon giving me an order ship date for my revolution for my revolutionary girl Utana Blu-ray sets. Yeah. That it would be here Friday and I'm clicking on the link in the email and it's taking me to a sorry page on Amazon. We cannot uh, find it. Okay. So that is a little disturbing because I kind of want to know what the price is now compared to when I purchased it because this was a pre-ordered item. Uh huh. And it was a limited edition item. I actually remember what was in there. I didn't ask for all this to open up. <laughs> Let me try searching for the item. Okay, this is a little disturbing because when I search for the item, it does not even come up. Oh, okay, that's not good. Hmm. You might want to contact, like, their customer service thing. Yeah. Revolutionary Girl, Utna, 20th. Is that what I ordered? No, that's not what I ordered. It's showing me something that I did not order. Hmm. Well, it could just be they sent you the wrong link. No, because they show me the picture of the item. And I'm even putting it into the search engine on Amazon, and I'm going to the order that I had placed this under and clicking the link from there, and it's still sending me to a sorry we couldn't find that page. Huh. And I'm a little worried because this is this was a pretty pricey item. This was a hundred and nine nine dollars.
So it says it's supposed to be delivered on Friday, so I'm just going to have to wait and see what happens. Oh, by the way, for any any of you who are Sailor Moon fans, um, they did come out with Sailor Moon Eternal Edition number three. Which has Mars on the cover and she is looking fierce. And they did push back the um, the shipping dates on everything. So. so it was supposed to be delivered actually sometime this month. And it got uh, pushed back to April, mm-hmm. to the end of April for the first one, which is Sailor Moon's version. So I am interested to see what these actually look like because they're supposed to actually have a holographic, a glittering holographic coating on the on the front, um, extra large size, premium paper, French flaps, and they're supposed to be newly revised um, translations. Right. These extra long editions. Okay, 300 pages each. So, yeah, these are going to be basically revolutionary girl sized. Right. Revolutionary girl Utna, the... um, The um, set where it has like two... Mhm. Two books, but it's like three hundred page books. Right. So, yeah. So, okay. I've got one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. 
Okay, I've got ten more items to get through in this box. I will not eat any more. I will finish my milkshake, though. Which did stay very frothy and very thick. Well, that's good. I promise I will make the other two DIYs once I get the chance to. And once I clean up this um, cup, I will definitely take pictures of it and the packaging because, I mean, this is, like, really kawaii. It's, I, I I have to use the correct term. It's, it's so kawaii. It's so cute. And even the size of the cup is, like, really, really cute because it's, like, the itty-bitty little thing. Uh-huh. And it's... As you can hear, it's solid. It's solid plastic. Oh, so, so big cup then. Yeah, it's not big enough to really have a real good drink of anything. Maybe like a juice cup. Uh huh. For when you just want like a little bit of juice. I'm going to cook in here. But I am glad that they went back to having the book back in the box again. That makes IDing everything a lot easier. Hopefully they did that with the with the um, with But I thought it was actually pretty pretty neat that they put in basically two drinks into this into this set. Yeah. Well, at least one of them was actually good then. Yeah, one of them was actually good. One of them was drinkable. The other one is more along lines of taste. Dump, rinse, and keep the, keep the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Rinse off the top and the straw.
As long as we're careful with these, I think we can keep these around for a little while. Speaking of cups, I've actually got to rewash the tops of my Sailor Moon cups because unfortunately I left them in the kitchen next to the stove and they've gotten a little bit of the film of grease on top of them. So I have to clean those off again before I can put them in storage. Okay, this actually needs to get washed, washed. Okay. At least I rinsed it. But, yeah, at least we, I mean, yeah, we didn't do that many play set, but we got through two. True, true. I did not expect that much stuff to come all at once. Sorry. And the milkshake took a little bit longer than 60, 60 shakes. And I hope it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I put the ice in there first for a few seconds. But yeah, I've got to get the top of these washed again and packed up and put with the rest of the Sailor Moon cups. But yeah, next week we should have my Kawaii box in from Japan. I will probably guarantee you it will probably show up tomorrow and sit, sit here t- taunting me all week. It will probably be sitting there going, you want to open me? You know you do. Well, Come I mean, on. if you're doing that, it's not necessarily a bad thing. That is true. But I did do one thing this week that I do kind of feel bad about doing. Uh-huh. Because um, I do, um, the reason why I know about Patreon is because I do um, support one, one YouTuber on there. And... I had not gotten her reward thing yet. Uh-huh. And it had been since August. And I had asked one of her other uh, people whether or not, like, did she send things out monthly or was this like a one-time gift only thing? Uh-huh. And they had said it was like a one-time only gift thing. 
so I had emailed, emailed her a few different times. I hadn't been able to get, get a hold of her because she's been traveling. She's been doing, having company and being sick and tons of other things that have happened. But I finally right. gotten a hold of her and told her that, you know, I've been one of your patrons since mid-August and I haven't received my reward, my reward packet yet. Mm-hmm. And he asked me how many months I'd been on it, and I'd said, well, since August. And I hadn't heard back from her. And that was about two, three weeks ago. I've got to actually lower my um, patronage uh-huh. down on her because I need to be able, I need the money to put towards my own project. Well, you know, I mean, you're you're not. I, I'm sure she understands. They, you know, they understand that it's because you just you need the money for your own project right now. Oh yeah. But I had emailed her and I told her, you know, I hadn't received my my the the reward gift. Um, it will probably, probably, February will probably, probably be the last time I'll be giving at the price that I am giving at. After that, I'm going to have to drop because I am supporting my own book with a little bit, little bit of help from one friend. Despite like 20 people telling me they would help me. Well, you know. Um, maybe after taxes come out, you might get more takers. You never know. I'm hoping that's what everybody's waiting for. Everybody's waiting for taxes, do their taxes, get their tax refunds, and then finally, I'll finally all of a sudden get a boom. Yeah. Have you considered putting, like, a preview or a sample of your book up for some people to at least get sort of a gist of what it's about? Because I know you've told me and you've mentioned it on the show, but there might be people who are, like, still on the fence about going towards your Patreon. But, you know, you know how some people are. If they, if they, they don't know what the book's about or if they don't know, like, in general, well, it's going to be, they might be a little hesitant. I did put that one post up that what the book was about. Um, the sample thing, I probably would have to go through my publisher. Yeah. To see whether or not I can do that. Oh, okay. Because right now it's not... Um, it hasn't been um, it hasn't been um copyright copyright written yet oh okay, so it's not copyright yet so I've gotta kind of wait for that. 
to finally come through, and I was thinking about doing that, but I just wanted to wait until that came through and then get, you know, approval from them because, you know, I didn't want to, I don't want to do something that's going to end up being against my contract with them. Got it. So I have to be very careful in what I do and how I step. And even though there are there are a couple of people that I have sent it to that I really, 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 really super duper trust because I have um, done role play stories with with uh-huh. them and they know what it's like when you create something. Mhm. And that that item is yours. They they understand the whole premise of, you know, keeping that to themselves. Gotcha. That's not to say I don't trust you. It's just because of the dynamic of role-playing, you know, stories are very sacred. I understand. Role-players. And I've known them for... One of them I've known for... Longer than I've been doing this show. Got it. So. So. But I do have some news that I do need to post up that is, of course, once again, behind the scenes, Patreon news, that's why I keep hinting it. Like, you know, if you want to know where the book is at in, in the production line, you know, got to kind of get on the boat. Yeah. And five dollars will get you that special back page pa- that backstage pass. Hmm. But at at fifteen is where you start to get that um you start to get those uh perks. Well, hopefully you'll get more backers after everybody gets their taxes done. Yeah, I'm uh, thinking once, once February hits, once U.S. government starts processing processing um, the returns. 
that's when I'm going to start getting some some things in. Mm. But any in any event, it's getting late here. Here too, and I need to get actually to my second job anyway. Okay. Well, then I'll talk to you next week, I suppose. Next week? Are you going to try to go see the movie next week? Um, It all depends on time, money, and whether or not I feel like my job is going to beat me up over the weekend, which it probably will. Then again, I think we're both so maybe I'll get a break. I don't know. Got to be a better way to make eleven dollars an hour. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. Yes, yeah, so I will talk with you next week. Until then, happy Pony Night nights. Good night, everybody. Good night. This is Kim Monod, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. You did it? Are we alone? Ah. Well, if you can, if you want to get in on that petition to go ahead and get those celestial ponies out, you can go ahead and contact Myself, Pandora Rose 3, on Facebook, and we will try to get you part of part of that part of that group so that we can have those ponies out there in the world because come on, we need those ponies that were never released for whatever silly reason Hasbro had for not releasing those ponies. Go ahead and hit me hit hit me up on there and tell me that you are a fan of my little pony talk and you want to help out with the with the campaign and we will go ahead and get you Set up in on the, we'll suggest you to the group. So until then, happy pony hunting, especially for those 35th anniversary ponies. Good night. <laughs>